Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff Needs Sports. Uh, we I got another another rendition, another experiment tonight. It's good. It's going to be a good time. I got this one. I'm going to call the pickup game. Uh, so I got a, a fellow podcaster on with me tonight, but he's not a he's not a, a full time sports podcaster. So uh, we're going to do um, we're just going to have a conversation about you know first couple weeks of football wherever else it goes. I'm going to tell you about his podcast. I got uh, Dan Felton on here from Assorted Goods Podcast. How are you tonight, sir? I'm good, Jeff. Thanks for having me on, man. I'm really excited to talk about this. I'm a I'm a no time sports <laughs> podcaster, and yet I'm a huge sports head. So it's you know, perfect. I'm not I'm not going with what I love. So the opportunity to talk some sports, talk football, especially, I'm I'm really excited. So again, thank you for having me on. Oh no, no, it's perfect, and and that's why you know you guys, you know, a lot of people know from Jeff needs help. You know, I've got a lot of made a lot of friends, a lot of different genres in that group, and I was I started thinking about it, it as like, you know, I, I enjoy like. Yeah, as a sports podcaster, I enjoy doing a movie podcast or a serious podcast. I'm like, well, man, I bet there's some you know, really interesting people in this group. They might just want to talk sports for a night. So I'm glad I'm glad you volunteered. You're, uh, you're I no jumped all that's, jumped uh, all over that. So. That's awesome, man. So first and foremost, let's talk a little bit about your podcast, uh, Assorted Goods. Um, yeah. Uh, first, of all, just uh, how did you decide to go? What? Okay, sorry. Describe what the genre is in your in your words. I I don't blame you for stumbling on it, man. Because honestly, when it comes to describing my own show, I do a bad job of it. It it really started as sort of an outlet for me to sort of find a place to put. I I I I guess I'm sort of a curious mind. So I basically every episode is, you know, I pick a topic, something big, small, whatever it is, history, current events you know, any sort of concept, something you hear about the news, you just don't want to want to know more about. It's pretty much listeners come along with me while I try to learn about something and, and see if I can get something out of it. And then, you know, I kind of pass along the lessons and, and what I found out onto them. And I try to make it interesting along the way. So, and, and try to keep it sort of casual. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's sort of like my journey to to learn more about the world one episode at a time. I guess is a good way to describe it. Yeah, that's kind of how I think of it. I was thinking it's 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 not a it's more of a uh, modern history, you know, podcast. You know, a lot of things didn't happen, you know, that long ago. But you dig you dig into the other side of it, and it's uh, I, I think it's really interesting as a listener. I'm glad I I'm glad it came to my attention. I'm glad I discovered it. That's awesome. Thank you. I I hope anybody out there who sounds like they want to be hopefully not bored by me talking for an hour, <laughs> we'll give it a try and find it wherever they get their podcasts. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, first of all, go go listen to Assorted Goods. Really cool. Real, and there's, some, there's some really deep stuff on there. Dan's a fun guy, but I mean, it's it's uh, it's important stuff and it's uh, you know important subjects and I, I enjoy it a lot myself. I pretend to be very serious sometimes. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job of it. I, I, uh, I am exactly this goofy. So <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so let's so let's get into it. Uh, let's let's talk some football here. Um, let's just let's start with who's your. You know what? I should probably let everybody know that doesn't know you. You're from uh, we, Ontario, Canada. I am. Yeah, I'm originally from Toronto, uh, okay. and I live a couple hours down the road now in London, Ontario. Yeah, but it means something. If if you're gonna ask me what my team is, because the beauty of people up here in Canada we is a lot of us we don't have the home team, so we basically all get to pick our team growing up for one reason or the other. And I am a I'm a twenty plus year Rams fan. Nice. Which, so St. Louis. St. Louis. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Way back to even even before the greatest show on Turf Days. I think I was like a, a seven year old who thought their helmets looked cool, you know, and I was like, that's good enough for me. And I've I've stuck with them ever since. Yeah, you're talking to a Miami Dolphins fan that lives in Central ah. Ohio. Like I totally get it, man. Like it, it's <laughs> you, uh, it's whatever you attach to when you're young, and then that's just that's just how it goes from there. Sports just sports just makes you have this weird loyalty. You know, you just get stuck, and then you're you're stuck for life. It's it's a it's a it's a marriage you can't get out of to these teams we pick. <laughs> but um, sorry about that. I was just checking. Um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. So yeah, let's talk about the Rams. So um, sure. you, we, you know, we we tweeted a little bit about it yesterday. Uh, how you feel about them this year? Well, I was uh, I'm cautiously optimistic through two games. I mean, they've looked really good in uh, in certain ways, but they've still got areas of concern. I mean, they handled the Eagles yesterday, but the Eagles to me are still a team that kind of looks like they're you know they're lost in space a little bit. Uh, yeah. You know, the Rams offense looks good. Uh, Goff is is protecting the ball better, way better than than he did last year. But their offense has also been a little bit geared to be very conservative. A lot of short passes, quick releases. Uh, th well, they really haven't. I really don't think they've taken any downfield shots in two games, to tell you the truth. And and 
So I don't know. I, I Part of me is kind of optimistic that they might get better. I will say defensively, I, I'm really concerned. Uh, their front seven, you know, Aaron Donald is, is yeah. to me one of the greatest players I've ever seen. But it's an Aaron Donald there. It's more like a front nine. <laughs> yeah, he's, he he helps. But I, I think it's the rest of the guys in the front seven are really concerning. There's like, Offensive lines are getting a serious push when they run the ball. So if they can tighten that up, then, you know, I'm optimistic. And I, I love, you know, you got to love Ramsey. Um you're, you're right on the on the back end, but with uh with Donald up there, I don't know. I like him a lot actually. But before the season started, I had him I had him pretty far up there. I do uh, power rankings, and I actually had him higher than a lot of people, and not just because they were on hard knocks. Uh, that happens <laughs> a lot of times because you get to see these teams. Yeah. I uh, I was down on golf the last couple years, and then I think I think I like I to me Mc uh, Sean McVay is essentially trying to create his own Tom Brady. Like sure. we don't need, we don't need to throw it. We're not Patrick Mahomes. We understand mm-hmm. that a lot of crossing routes. There's always a lot of crossing routes and, but it works. I mean, that offense works. I like what they're doing. They're uh, co- adding, you know, they're, they're that tight formation that they run out of and um, get a couple, you know, they get that, uh, the, the 11 personnel and all that, that yeah. they're famous for. Uh, it's, it's really effective. What I like about it, it's effective when you get close to the goal line too. And I think that's what you, oh, yeah. I mean, you get a lot of teams that can get yards between the twenties. But what happens, you know, what happens after that? So uh, I, I like I like what they're doing in the, the short yardage. I I don't know. So far, so far, I've, they're about where I thought they would be. Yeah, I actually have one. I have one thing I, I got to make known to anybody who hasn't watched any Rams games this year. And yeah. I think you might enjoy this because I, I notice as I come on your broadcast here, uh, your your selection of college team. So, you know, oh, last year, the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's in the blood, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's that's from that's from birth. Okay, okay. So you'll like this. You'll like this point I'm going to make here, which is you know, last year the Rams drafted a, a safety in the second round, Taylor Rapp. Right, played great, had a great end of the season. You know, a few struggles here and there and all that. You know, Eric Weddle retires, so that we coming into the season, we're looking like he's going to be the starting safety. So game one against the Cowboys, suddenly Taylor Rapp's not out there. I'm wondering where he is. He's, he's playing like 20% of the snaps. The guy who's playing in his spot is a sixth round, sixth round or fifth round. I think he's a sixth round draft pick uh, named Jordan Fuller, who oh, yeah. is from Ohio State. We love Jordan Fuller. Somehow, somehow this the Fuller comes into camp, no preseason games, so he's got no tape. And, and from the story, as I understand it, through two games, is this guy just flat out won the job from Taylor Rapp from last year he people were saying oh is rap hurt or something where's this guy no apparently the six round rookie somehow with no preseason and just that sort of covid style camp beats out taylor rap and has started two games making plays all over the field he's a thumper he if you yep. if anybody saw the cowboys game on sunday night when they went for it on fourth and three they ran a, a bunch formation created a little traffic and, and hit cd lamb on a on like a two-yard drag he came flying in from the other side through the traffic made the tackle turned the ball over so this huge. guy, this guy out of nowhere is is taking a job from an up and coming star. So he must, he, they must see oh, something yeah. in him. He was a, he was a he was a really good he was a really good uh, uh, player for us um, overall. Yeah, he's well thought of. Yeah, six. You know, we're not. He. Um, I mean, yeah, like anybody, he's got liabilities sometimes in coverage or whatever. But overall, he's a he was always a. a a, a full football player all the time. So yeah, that's cool. I did not, I even saw the play that you're talking about and did not realize that was him. So I'm, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. We, I'm thrilled. I'm we, thrilled. You know, we absolutely love our Buckeyes down here uh, more than just about anything. Some, sometimes yeah. I say more than oxygen if we had to choose, but um, <laughs> I hope we don't ever have to choose. Uh, yeah, that's great. Um, so, so uh, I don't know how much football you watch in general, but just so far this season, who's the, uh, Who's the t- any team stood out outside of the Rams so far? I mean, I know you got to keep an eye on that NFC West, the best division in football. Yeah, wow. I got to say, uh, you know, it, it's a little depressing to think, but I mean, Arizona with with Hopkins is is a scary. I mean, again, the the, the guys who are really impressing me so much through. I mean, it's only been two weeks. We got a long way to go. The guys who are impressing me are all these people who are, who are somehow like there was never like they had ten preseason games. You know, a guy like Hopkins to come into a new team like that, and he's he's you know dropping fourteen catches and stuff. Like he he's all over the place yeah. just off the yeah. bat. And Murray looks good. I think the Cardinals are a team that another year or two with a little That's more defensive development. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the, the Chiefs, I want to say, are, are look like they're tough to beat. You know, I mean, 
the Chargers gave them a good run, but that's a good defense and a good front seven, and that always disrupts good quarterbacks. So yep. uh, I think the Chiefs are going to be tough to beat all the way to the end. Yeah, they, um, and, they brought back so many players. That's such an advantage with no preseason. I mean, and then Mahomes, yeah. he's a, you know, he's next level. You never, I never thought that game yesterday they were going to lose as good as, I mean, Herbert, that was a shocker. Like nobody yeah. guessed that that was. Yeah, great. He looks great. He yeah. looks great. I will, I will say one thing and it, and it's, it's a, it's a double layer of depressing for me as a Rams fan, which is that <laughs> the team that I, the team that I, I, I would think through two weeks is, is to me poised to probably make a serious run and maybe go all the way is the Seahawks. I mean, yeah. Wilson, I, I watching that game last night, you know, I, I don't know if I've seen a guy who can drop deep passes it's you know, into, a, into a bucket from 50 yards so consistently over and over and over again. And that defense, uh, Jamal Adams going to them, you know, it makes it worries me because they're a different team with him. there on a, on their secondary now. It is crazy, though. I didn't realize that Seahawks are actually leading or if you want to say leading, they, they're giving up the most passing yards in two weeks. Like, yeah, I, it, it's, it's a weird. And stat. it doesn't so, seem like that. I, I agree. Watching it, you're like, uh, um, yeah, I like uh, I got Seattle ranked uh, uh, second as of now. Actually, my rankings will come out tomorrow. I've still got him at second because of Russell. Yeah. The way I think he's I think he's at the top of his game right now. He's. And for a long time, that you know, it was Brady, and then Aaron Rodgers kind of took the mantle of like kind of best quarter. I think Russell's the just kind of that guy right now. I think that team's really good. The running game, if they can keep the running backs healthy, are going to be good. But they do give up passing yards, so yes. you know, if, as and a, they do, they do give up sacks too. Their, yeah, their oh, offensive line again. I mean, I, you, you have to. Yeah, you got to feel for Russell Wilson, who's going to have to, you know, play his whole career running for his life. Right. You know, <laughs> at least he's got now his he's got a you know a good set of receivers now. I love Metcalf. I, I think that oh, guy's a star. Yeah. Uh, Locke is just one of the best in the NFL as far as just all around receiver. And uh, yeah. tight ends are they're fine, but and Russ is so good. They're definitely going to be there. But um, that I, I, whoever wins that West is great. I mean, obviously, 49ers took a huge hit yesterday. I mean, yes, you want to talk about decimated by injury to lose your quarterback, your best defensive player, your starting running back in a day, yeah. and your tight ends out. Yeah. Your yeah. your your most important player on offense is out. Like, yeah, there was there was a sweeping, you know, like a sword across the league yesterday that just wiped out a bunch of players. You know, how how many teams? And that, I, I mean, maybe that's the result of the the lack of the preseason. The lack, right of, after, yeah, yeah, the lack of uh, you know getting to be able to stomp another guy, you know, in in practices and and games to get used to contact. A lot of guys look like they're fumbling, they're struggling with 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 staying healthy. That might be. You know the teams that go to the Super Bowl this year, like they are so many years, but maybe this year more than ever, will be the teams that stay healthy. Just simply, who can make it to the end will be the ones that really have the best chance. It, it's it's got to have something to do with it. It can't be a it just can't be a coincidence that yeah. uh, that that the injuries and then you factor in the no preseason. It's got to. And it, it's probably like anything else. There's got to be a feel and a sense that these guys get. Even like like take Bosa's for instance. Mm. You know. You, you probably get a feel in preseason or even more contact practice, like of just moving your feet, uh, you know, just used to like being shoved and it, it has to, it has to be having a factor. And I'm, I'm, I hope yeah. it doesn't continue. Like I'm, I'm hoping a couple games in they're back to full speed. Cause you know, I hate to see that, you know? Yeah. And there's a number of people who are just already done for the year. And, and, you know, I mean, that happens every year. Sure. And a lot of that, a lot of times that happens in preseason. So maybe that's, we're getting that it's sort of the late first wave of, of NFL injuries. We would have usually had these in August when, you know, a bunch of guys, you know, pull up in camp and now we're getting it week, week one, two, three, four, maybe even if, if it continues that way. So again, I, I really think the teams that stay healthy, but there's also a, a, you know, there's a number of good free agents, I believe still available on the market who didn't get signed out of that off season. So those guys might be looking for work. There might be some oh, yeah. spot players coming through. And there's for there's for sure going to be guys like practice squads are a little bigger. Um, you know, there's more guy. There's going to be more guys come through because because of the injuries. I mean, we hope you know that nobody tests positive and has to get quarantined or anything, right. but it, it could happen. I mean, then you're going to yeah. have a guy come in for you know a couple weeks, and who knows what could happen. It's a, uh, it's been, it's 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 went better than I could have ever expected. If you would ask me a few months ago, um, what do you think yeah. about as as a, as a viewer like me? I'm a fan too. What do you think about the presentation? Um, just watching I, the game. I was thinking about this yesterday and I thought, you know, uh, 
when I'm when I'm watching the games, I watch the Red Zone channel when I'm not watching. When, I, when the Rams are on, I'm watching the Rams. And when after, other than that, I'm on the Red Zone channel, you know, hopping through games. And I keep thinking, I you know, if I space out for a little bit, which I do with the TV, it it seems it feels like a normal game. They got the really they got the crowd noise. They got all the the sounds. And and uh, from what I remember hearing them say uh, on one broadcast was that a lot of the crowd noise that they're using are NFL films captures from each stadium they're in. So oh, really? like uh, I think during the Seahawks game last night, you were hearing crowd noise that was had been recorded at a Seahawks game. So it, it kind of trips you into being for a split second thinking the world is normal. Absolutely. So I, I, and in that case, I have to say they've done a good job keeping the presentation almost the same as they they ever had. The the biggest test for me uh, will be I'm a huge college football fan um, mm. to say the least. So that'll be a test because that you know college football stadiums just they sound a little different just because they're they're some of them are they're a lot older but they they might have more fans like there's a different sound so I'm curious to see if it goes off when they when they start playing these bigger games like say Alabama yeah. LSU or something like uh, you know that that I may notice it then but overall like I remember when uh. Uh, soccer came back in probably feels like it was June or July when they, you know, the right. Premier League. And I watched it and I'm like, I was, I turned it on and I'm like, well, this, I was like, they got fans there. What's going on? And they, they yeah. did. And that's when I was like, oh, this could work. I think this is going to be just fine. So, uh, yeah. So, so far, so and, good. And, yeah. you know, I got to say, it, it, the one thing that I find I've noticed for the, you know, as sports have sort of come back and all that uh, is I don't hear anybody ever talk about home field advantage now. It seems to, I mean, and yet, and yet it's so clearly the thing that has been completely eliminated from sports. I mean, look at the basketball, right? Like yeah, right. teams, I, I, I'm a, I'm from Toronto. I'm a Toronto Raptors fan. We have a, we have an unbelievable home court advantage. Yeah, that was to too bad to for you guys, actually. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same. Again, when you say college football, how many major teams, when you got the game in your field, that's a huge advantage, right? Yeah. So that, that being eliminated, it's, it's almost like, uh, it's like everybody's just being played talent. And coaching versus talent and coaching, like it's yeah. it's it's really up to who's got game this year in every sport because you can't rely on the energy that you're going to get from a home crowd anymore. Right? Yeah. No. The, and then I've always been one too. I'm real. Uh, I've, I've always been skeptical of of like the intangibles, like the home crowds or the guy has a chip on his shoulder. I'm always a mm. you know Nancy negative on that. I have been you know, forever. <laughs> and so this year I'm watching and like the Seahawks Patriots game last night was a great game. Came down to the one yard line. Anything could win. Now, if there's a crowd there, they're like, yeah. it's they're going on and on and on and on. Even without it, though, like I was like, everything still kind of looked the same. So, uh, it's, yeah, I can't, I can't quantify like how I, loud would that stadium have been I, for that last would, play? One yard able. line, one yard to go, the eruption, and oh I felt the same way. Uh, week one, I was watching the Saints Bucks, and I thought, you know, here are the Saints oh. who have one of the best home fields in the league, and you think they're playing in a big echoey dome now. There's just nothing there, like the. I give a lot of credit to the players for being able to do it. That's got to be yeah. so weird. I know, I know when the basketball started, you know, I'm a big fan, and that was the, the first sport that I really watched. It came back, and I remember LeBron James was like, I haven't played in you know without fans since I was – he's like, I think I was probably seven years old. He's like, I don't know what it's like to play without fans. So, and it's been yeah. great. They've settled in, and uh, I think the playoffs. Well, have you watched any of the NBA playoffs? Did you? you I watch I have watched. I watched pretty religiously up until the elimination of my team. You, uh, I, you saw the shot, though. I mean, one of the greatest. Oh, of of course, that of course. I was ready to leave. I was ready to leave at that point. I thought these guys are toast, and and I was. I had my hand on the laptop, about to close it. Like, ah, it's over. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't bail out early, because because I mean, I, I mean, the Raptors, the Raptors gave gave everything they could they oh, played God. awful they played you know you're i mean right. they played great they played great but they played right. awful right? you're right you're right you're you're 100 right like siakam didn't didn't play like they they hoped he would and, but i mean uh losing a guy like leonard that's a that's a tough <laughs> that's a tough sure. transition but uh yeah yeah they got a great coach i mean they're they're in good shape um sometimes oh, it's yeah. hard to, sometimes it's hard for him to keep you know the free agents up in toronto i think a lot of it's the the taxes and stuff. I hear the guys, you know, the players mention that a lot, but oh, I, yeah. so I suppose that's a real thing. Well, that's one of the reasons why they have to. And I mean, so many of the, so much of the Toronto Raptors team now is, is developed in house. Right. And I think they have to continue to do that for exactly that reason. It's hard to bring guys who have been elsewhere here. So the best choice we've always had is to develop talent. They do a great job of doing that. And, you know, I agree that they're, they're in good hands.
They're in good hands. They might be. They might have the best development system in the NBA right now. Uh, it it seems mean, to be them and Boston are both doing a really good job of of taking the players that they draft and, and yeah, them into good players. I, I, I will one, say one of my favorite things, one of my favorite differences between Boston and the Raptors is is it is such an evenly matched series. But all the players that they developed were were elite talents coming out yeah, of yeah, high school and college, and all the people the Raptors have developed are late first round picks and undrafted guys and sort yep. of you know rejects of the draft and all that. So. I, I, I mean, I, we lost, so I can't talk trash, but I, uh, you know, no, I'll take I, what I can get. I'm with you. Yeah. I was, I was going to touch <laughs> on that. Like, um, yeah, some of those guys have came out of nowhere and been just, just fantastic. Uh, I thought they were pretty good with DeRozan, even though I didn't, I didn't love DeRozan, but then of course, when they got Kawhi, you're like, that's that was a different amazing. level, but it's amazing. Yeah. Like if you give a, you know, you give a coach like that, you give him a rare talent, like, well, look what mm. he did. Like that was an amazing, yeah. that was an amazing, yeah. but, uh, you yeah. know, what? and I mean, and I mean that series, right. To, to go down to the last second, you know, last 30 seconds of game seven, despite your number one player playing as, as poorly as Siakam did, you think if they had had Kawhi, would, oh. would, how, would it would have, have been four or five or six or like, you know, would it have been a walkthrough? Like yeah. you just don't know. Right. And it's, 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 it's ironic. I do have to laugh a little bit that that Kawhi leaves and where does he end up is exactly the same. Neither <laughs> team went further than each other, right? He 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 got knocked out at the same level. Yeah, that that Clippers team that was a that was um embarrassing as far as sports goes. That was a, that was a bad yeah. loss. They they can't take that one. But yeah, I, I, that's how I've kind of always felt about Paul George. So I, I I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I, I just. I think that went how I thought it would, but I think Paul George is Paul George is living up to the reputation he actually has, and not the reputation he created that he for himself. Thinks he has, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly that's what I said too. I said this is <laughs> this is exactly who I thought Paul George was. Yeah, uh, all those years in Indiana and everywhere else, like that's oh, for sure. So, so get back. So we'll get back to football a little bit because that you know we're Absolutely. here. Really, we're mostly. I can talk. We can talk whatever sports. <laughs> I had. I had. We had to talk Raptors. Uh, of very, course. I very seldom get a, a true Raptors fan on here, which is awesome. But I can good. find you a whole lot of them if you want them. But well, oh, yeah, I've seen them. The Jurassic Park is full of them. Yes, uh, sir. But uh, so so with football, like who was your when? So you were growing up, you're a Rams fan. Now, what's the dynamic as far as Canada and the correlation to the NFL? Like, you know, well, it's. It, it really is. It really is. Uh, you know, you really get to kind of choose your own team up here. And and you know, when I was growing up, I knew all sorts of fans of of every team. Of, you know, Patriots. You know, my best friend's a Titans fan. Packers. You know, Raiders. I, I have friends who who are fans of every team. I mean, being a Rams fan is is also so unique because I've almost not known any Rams fans in this country. And when I find one, it's like, whoa. Like it's like it's like finding somebody else wandering in the desert. You're like, oh my god! Like you're a Rams fan. Like, do you remember this? And like suddenly you have someone to talk to about it. Uh, I've only known a few, two or three in in twenty something years that I've organically met when I meet other football fans around here. It, it, it's impressive because you really do kind of get to pick whoever you want for whatever reason you want, and then you just kind of more or less stick with them the way everybody else yeah. does. But it is more of a choice up here we we sort of choose our fandom instead of for so many people you know where they live or where they're born in, plays right. a role. yeah yeah i got some a uh, couple good friends uh from uh uh they're from they're from the toronto area i know they're yeah. they're west of it like towards detroit like between kind of that that's, above that's about where i am yeah yeah they're like from above lake erie um i would know the name if i heard it but i just <laughs> so um and they were so uh they're minnesota vikings fans for the same yeah. exact reason like i mm -hmm. think I think um, she said like the colors when she was young and then it stuck. Yeah. She's, you know, lifelong Minnesota Vikings fan. Yeah. And it can be as simple as that, really. Like I really did. I think I really did take to the Rams when I was very little because I don't think I even understood football yet. But I thought there's the team with the spirally helmets. And I wow. and I like that. So, sure. <laughs> it hadn't been a too bad of a run. I mean, you had the greatest show on turf. Then you had some down years. But then, I mean, you're just in a Super Bowl. Probably should have won it a few years. You know what? Two years yep. ago. 18. Oh yeah, yeah. I still regret that, man. That just golf, golf just wasn't ready for that day. I mean, if you had told if you told me we'd hold the Patriots at thirteen points before the Super Bowl, I would have I would have been shaking the champagne bottle up with the cork half popped. Like, we're ready? <laughs> yeah. I felt. Uh, I mean, way. Uh, great defensive. Oh man, that one's still that one's. I just golf just wasn't just. That's tough. I mean, Belichick. Yeah. Puts, 
a great defense together. Uh, you saw last night. I mean, he even, you know, Russ, as good as he is, it still gives him fits. I mean, he he can game plan. You give him two weeks on a, what, golf would have been a second year at that point, I believe. Yeah, second year quarterback. Yeah. Which yeah. second year was a first year quarterback because he barely played. I don't even know. Right. If he, I don't even know if he played year one. No, that would have been his third year because his, his, his second year he went. We lost first round of yeah. the Falcons, if I remember. But yeah. yeah, that that even that you know people forget that he was he was twenty four in that Super Bowl, right? And and yeah, I mean I know the narrative about McVay and Goff, and they're like, oh, you know he he's basically playing quarterback for him, and I'm like, that's crazy because. Yeah. You know he still has to take the snaps and make the throws, and read the defenses. I think maybe they're 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 sort of getting to a little bit more of an understanding, and Goff's got a little bit more of a I experience behind him. And you know, I mean, again, he was 24 years old and he took a team to the Super Bowl. That's that's better than it, a hell of a lot of guys who have bigger reputations. You know, and they were really good. It was they didn't barely get there. I mean, they were a yeah. really good team that year. They just they yeah. they ran into a you know one of the better defensive coordinators in the history of. You know, look at, I mean, Belichick, he slowed down the 90s. You know, he slowed down the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you know, he took yeah. out, he's been taking out teams for 40 years with game plans. Like, that, that Peyton, was just, Peyton Manning threw what, 50 something touchdowns and, and was in his, still in his prime and went to the Super Bowl and, and got crushed by the Seahawks. Right. So give a 24 year old Jared Goff a little bit of slack, you yeah. know, because in the Super Bowl, you know, it's a crazy game. It's a crazy atmosphere. Anything can happen. So, uh, I'll defend my quarterback. Oh no, you should. Yeah, I, I, I really, I think they got a great foundation out there. Um, I, I really enjoy watching them. I, you know, like I say, um, I, I think they got a nice foundation. They've got they, the the team is across the board. Is I always like to see a team that's close to the same age. That's important. You don't yeah. want to have you don't want to have an aging secondary or an aging. You know, you want to try and keep keep us a slower rotation you don't want to lose your whole secondary in in a two-year period yes and they've definitely they've definitely for the past couple of years since that super bowl appearance sort of phased out the age and and yep. they've seen to i mean salary cap's got a lot to do with that too right eventually you just kind of got to blow it up but the fact that they've you know kind of went all in on the super bowl with all those guys that got peters and talib and uh and dominican sue and all those people all those guys they brought in to have all them gone in two years you know last year we were inches from the playoffs and this year to start two and zero, you think, you know, a lot of teams they have to blow it up and they have to rebuild. Right. It takes a long time to have a two year turnaround to already be back into looking like a potential playoff team. I don't think the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl or even go to the Super Bowl, but I, I, I'm thinking they're probably going to be a playoff team and they're going to give whoever they get a lot of trouble. So that's an yeah. impressive turnaround. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I say that that, that whoever comes out of the West, whoever survives the NFC West. Yeah. Um, you know, like say I, I'm, I've been, a, I'm a Dolphins fan for life. So, you know, things were really good for most of my childhood and then they, they slowly got worse. And now I look and I'm like, wait a minute, we're at like 20 years now of this BS. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't have these problems <laughs> that uh, of wondering, wondering if we could make any noise in the playoffs or whatever. It's, it's crazy. So, so up there, um, any college football fans, any interest up there? Well, I, I think, you know, as an Ohio State fan that you are, um, you're going to have a I'm going to have a little bit of a beef with you when I say that I, I actually am a college football fan as well. Uh -oh. I'm a, uh, I got into it later than I got into the NFL, but I'm actually a, I'm a huge Miami Hurricanes fan. OK, so, OK. Good with that. So, you know, we, we've we've got a little history, you, know, you and I. But uh, yeah, you know, again, kind of like the Rams, you know, we were good back then. We've had a lot of hard years, uh, a little more optimistic now. Um, but it, it, it's, uh, you know, it's a team that's on the up, right? We, we're, we're always looking to get back that, you know, they look lively this year. They got, they got Derrick King, which I love the kid yeah. I'm rooting for him after how they tried to do him in Houston. Uh, right. that whole trick they tried to play. I'm glad he transferred out of there. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, we have history with Miami, but they're also not hated. I mean, cause actually yeah. the last time we played, they beat us. I hate to say yeah, it. That's that's true. And really the history is, is, you know, based on one moment in one game that, you know, we don't really, it's not consistent. It's all just based in sort of that one singular yeah. moment and that's all. So I guess, and it, also we're talking about 18 years, uh, you know, we're yeah. more or less over it by now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. So my, my partner, the off the ball network, uh, Chris LeBron is not over it at all. <laughs> he's, he's, he's having trouble with it, but, uh, Anyway, I'll admit, I'll admit it still stings, I but you know, it. I could go into that game for days. Um, we could point out so many reasons, uh, <laughs> that it wasn't just one play, but Miami Hurricane it, fans never want to hear it. 
Hey, look, I mean, we're talking, I'm a Rams fan, right? And if you think about horribly controversial calls, yeah, you know, I, I, I've been on both sides of them, so I understand. And I, and I fully do get the whole idea that it's not just one play, as bad as a call may be. You know, if there's any Saints fans, you know, that call didn't, that call didn't force them to give up a long drive and a field goal to go over time. That call didn't right. force Drew Brees to throw a pick and then give up another field goal to lose the game. You know, that, that, that call didn't blow a 20 point lead almost over the course of the first half. Uh, you know, games are stories and there are big moments, but, but, you know, it's fun to be mad at least about the one thing though. Oh yeah. Believe me. Oh, I, we've got him from last year. I mean, just a year ago, you know, we play Clemson, uh, we yep. get a PS, you know, targeting call. They throw out our cornerback. That it goes from a, a huge loss to a, to plus fifteen yards and the rest yep. is history. What about, you know, the, fum- what about the, the fumble? Right, the fumble. The fumble I mean, out, no fumble. Yeah. There you one, go. See, I mean, yeah. Sometimes those sting a, a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. No, but nobody's feeling sorry for a Buckeye. I can tell you that. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> you guys have had a pretty good run at times. Yeah, it's it's all right. It's uh, we're doing all right. Uh, you know, we. That's why I said the problem with being so good is you can remember every loss. Yeah. Like, in the last 10 yeah. years, it's been like 15 or 16 losses. Like you can remember each one of them. Oh, that is, that couldn't be more true. And when you're like, again, you know, being a Rams fan, there was about 10 years there where now after a little bit of success, now I, I can't remember anything. I, I see guys on Twitter be like, Hey, you remember so-and-so from this team in like 2008. And I'm like, they I completely a- forgot about that because it's just, it's just this blank decade yeah. of football despair where you're like, I don't remember the players or the plays or anything it's and, just and, all bad they kept they kept drafting like really good defenders and that's yeah. it and that's it yeah. so like they just yeah. wasted like uh chris long or was it jake long no chris long chris long was the defend yeah his brother yeah the- yeah we we wasted a lot of and and you know first round picks sometimes you know i think they're overrated typically but but if you have them and you miss you know oh, it just crushes you uh, you know, and and when, when people talk about the Ramsey trade, right, they're always like, oh, you guys gave up two first round picks. And I'm like, OK, if you could spend a first round pick on Jalen Ramsey, you would. Right. Of course. No doubt. And so then basically the fee was a second first round pick. Essentially, that's it. And in which case, two thirds of them don't pan out to be that great anyway. Nope. So, are and you know, is it that horrible a deal? The company teams whiff every year. And it's like and he, helps so, you, he helps you immediately. And he's a yeah. proven, he's a proven this, commodity. Exactly. And, and another thing about first round picks is out, outside of the quarterback position, most of them, they play out that rookie contract and then the, another team gives them the big money. So if exactly. you're a first round pick, by the time he's a, you know, an all pro or going to a Super Bowl is with another team or he's, you know, he's five or six years in, there's no guarantee you can even keep those guys. So yeah. yeah give me the talent now like <laughs> yeah and hey when you're when you're trading them to to compete for a championship you're also banking that the picks you're giving up are 25 26 exactly. 27 you're, somewhere you're in that range yep big difference yep. yeah absolutely you should be a you should be a gm dan <laughs> I'd, I'd love to how fun would that be right <laughs> you um, know seeing seeing the jobs that some guys do i you know i i feel like i gotta do better <laughs> hopefully no, I, I i told my wife that yesterday we we're watching um you know, watching the red zone. And I said the same thing. I said, isn't it funny how everybody is sitting on their couch knows that a guy is like, you know, a bust or don't draft him. And they're like, why does the GM say, no, nope, no, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm taking him. Like, I don't care what yeah. everybody says. Like we were having that exact same discussion. You know, it's, it's the most sports fan conversation you can have, which is I can do better. Yeah. I could totally do better. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see, I live around a lot of Browns fans and honestly, most of Ooh. them, could do better than the Browns have done over the last 20 years. They as should a, give one of them a shot. I feel I feel awful for them. I mean, I they're they're one of those teams that I hope one day they win just so I can just just for their relief. Like it's like the Bills right now. I've seen the Bills do well. I'm like, great, good for them. I, I I'm happy to see them play good, you know? Yeah, yeah, they do look good right now. Actually, I think uh I think Josh Allen looks like a really, really good quarterback. He's one of the he's actually mm. kind of I think he's rated He's rated right up there with Russ this year. Uh, he's having a heck yeah. of a season. I like the kid. And uh, give him a few more years to to develop and and see the game slower and and get a little experience under his belt. I mean, he's he, yeah. arm talent and playmaking wise. He's he threw for what four touchdowns yesterday, four hundred yards. I mean, yeah, that's 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 a guy who's who's got a lot of raw skill and and hopefully you know his coaching and all that. He he just keeps getting better. 
Oh yeah, I, I like. There's so much young talent, you know, at the quarterback position right now. For all these guys, I mean, if you just look at the top, it's like wow. There's so many of them, you know, 25 years old, you know, in that range, you know, younger. I mean, Lamar Jackson's uh, the same age as my son, <laughs> and he's got a. I mean, that's how young these guys are to me. But they're they're so much fun to watch. You it's, know what that means though? As uh, that means that means to me that in in 15 years or so, we're going to be looking at a few of these guys who ended up ringless. You know, oh, we're yeah. looking at them now. You know, we're like, oh, you know, Lamar and 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 Josh Allen, all these guys, even Jared Goff, and and uh, some of you, some of them are going to end up with nothing to show for it. You know, especially yeah. if another, especially if a guy like Mahomes, you know, puts together three or four, it's going to suck up a lot of years. So, yeah. you know, they, they can't all win Super Bowls. Yeah, look at, I mean, look at Philip Rivers. I mean, he's he's in year. Uh, what are those yes. guys like seventeen or something? Seventeen, now? eighteen. I think mm-hmm. they're three, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's still searching for one. Um, not. I don't, I don't love the guy. I don't think he's got great, but he's still like, he's, he's put enough time in to accident. Nick Foles has a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Rivers could have accidentally got a Super Bowl ring by now. Nick Foles got one. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It, yes. The, the football, the, sometimes the fates just, it's cruel. Uh, of course. Sure. I mean, I mean, I not, not to poke a sore spot as a Dolphins fan, but there is there any greater example of a quarterback falling short, right? It's possibly the greatest, one of the greatest arm talents in history you know, it just yeah. falls that way sometimes, you know. And I can remember when he I was I was a kid, but I actually remember when he uh when the Dolphins with the Super Bowl in eighty four, I remember thinking, no big deal. I mean, Marino's gonna win yeah. five of them. Yeah, right. we're gonna be back every year to never even go back. Um <laughs> the, the year the the big the worst was eighty five. We beat the Bears, the only team that beat the Bears thumped them, thumped right. the Bears. We had a and prime time game, if I remember right, the Monday night. football. Monday right. night. Yeah, and somehow the Patriot, like somehow we choked in the play, like that game. I I wanted the second shot at the Bears, like that was my year. That one stung. Yeah. Uh, the, I think it was ninety three or ninety two when Marino uh, tore his Achilles. We had a great team that year. That one stung. Yeah. And then you know the Bills, we just couldn't get, and the Bills were just a thorn in our side for all those great years. Yeah. Jim yeah. run. Uh. Yeah, we were like we had like the highest winning percentage of professional sports, you know, in into the nineties, and just nothing, just nothing to show for it. Nothing. Actually, funny enough, my girlfriend she she wasn't a sports fan uh, when we first started dating, and and she's slowly become more of a sports fan. She got into football, she's learning the game, she, she's she's doing very good. And that year when we won, went to the Super Bowl and lost, I remember saying to me afterwards, she goes, "You know what? You guys are young. You're you're good. You got a new coach. You'll be back." And I just remember, I think I looked at her and I said, you know, bless you. You just don't know sports yet, do you? <laughs> I said, there is no guarantee of ever coming back here again. It's it. it you might never see it again. And I, I just thought, I love, I love her. I loved her optimism because I thought I, I appreciate it. But I deep down inside, I know as a sports fan that it's, it's really possibly not true. <laughs> I mean, it, like for instance, it's already been five years since Ohio State won the national championship. It's already yeah. been five years. Look at like, the Atlanta Falcons, right? Oh Did you did you get to see any of that mess yesterday? I good. caught the end of it. It made Ooh. me regret. It made me regret the Rams losing. No, you're oh. good. Oh, I'm back. Oh. Yeah, a little, just a little pause. There. <laughs> a little pause there. You got <laughs> ad slots. This is perfect. <laughs> I actually am, am working on that. Something I can put up there with things like that. I've been. Th- I was thinking about that today. I got to make a video up or something. It's just like, just hold on a second. Just we'll just second. fill the gaps uh, every time one of our internets does something wrong. We'll just go. Oh, here's here's a quick commercial break. Uh, and this is an easy one. Sometimes we we'll get like six or seven of us on there, and this that's just chaos. Like that's yeah. that's that's trying. Yeah, that's, that's an editing right. nightmare, is what that it, is. <laughs> it is. It's trying. It's that's like trying to wrangle ferrets. That's it's not good. <laughs> so uh, now, do you follow? Have you followed the the New England Cam Newton story at all? Like, I I actually I really enjoyed watching that game last night, and, and I'm, I'm rooting for him. For okay, sure. yeah, me too. So, what do you think? I mean, I think he. I think yeah, he look. So here's what I thought. Here, I'll give you my thoughts real quick. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So when I saw him play the Dolphins, I'm like. They had no way to prepare for that. They ran, you know, they basically ran that, you know, single wing offense. Like that's a tough week one matchup. Dolphins aren't great. He'll play the, he'll play the Seahawks and be exposed. I was completely wrong. He threw the ball well. He looks healthy. He's got bounce in his feet and he can run. Like I, I was yeah. thoroughly impressed with him last night. Well, I, the last couple of years watching him in Carolina, I remember the Rams, I think, opened their season against Carolina, maybe last year, or the year before. And, and my only thought, 
was this guy looks like he's got no arm left and and it looks like he i mean he was he was cocking up for for a five-yard slant like he was throwing a 40-yard bomb like his shoulders he was he was turning his shoulders way back like he had to put all his effort in just to make a routine throw so i I, to me for a couple years i thought i think his arms just done i agree and he just doesn't have it and and I feel like now after seeing them for a little bit in New England to think, well, I was, it looks like I was wrong. They are also, you know, taking him back to his roots and just saying, you know, you're you're a incredibly strong runner. I, I mean, the, the last play of the game last night, I thought it was a complete mistake because it seemed yeah, to agree. me that it was the most obvious play call. They had been nailing that goal line dive with him all day. And I thought now's the time to pull a little jump pass to the tight end or something like that. You know, or at least to- give him an option. You got to leak a guy out. I, I was yeah. so shocked that they don't leak a tight end out into the end zone. I mean, yeah, every team has that play. I, I was shocked that they just went straight, straight ahead, full steam ahead off tackle that, that did, that blew my mind, but. Um, they played way better than I thought they did. So now they're a factor now. I mean, we got to consider them a factor. Bad things. What's that? I said, I said bad things happen when I start talking about the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're listening. they're listening. I know. They didn't want me to say anything anything bad. But, I mean, Cam Newton, uh, you know, just to finish that thought, is, is, is uh, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him to succeed there. I find that my 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 dislike of um of the Patriots may have been more Brady related than Belichick. I, I know mine was. I can't stand him. I'm I'm notoriously <laughs> I've notoriously said in public several times I would push him down an escalator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Dolphins fan for you. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and he played for Michigan and then he went to New England. Oh, There's yeah. never time. I did kind of root for him. Um against the Rams uh, back, you know, in that game. I know, I regret it now. <laughs> I, I look back, even when I watch the replay of that game now, it makes me mad that I even kind of wanted them to win. But yeah. then it was like, I was an AFC guy, uh, you know, oh, here we go, friend. Uh, you know, I was an AFC guy, you know, he was a young kid, <laughs> it was a great story. And looking back now, I'm like, oh man, I wish I wish Warner would have put up. And I, I will I will always 100% admit, I mean, he is, he is, the greatest quarterback who's ever yeah, you can't played. Die. I mean, he's the greatest winner. Not he guys been to nine Super Bowls. Like come on. I mean, when you say how many out. guys can't play nine seasons, let right. alone make nine Super Bowls. So, you know, it, it's of course it's partly jealousy. I'll admit that. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to disparage that. But it's part of the fun of the game. It's great to hate the dynasty. He's, he's easy to hate. Yeah, he actually played pretty good yesterday. Uh, that he team. Did. The Tampa Bay is going to be just fine. And that's yeah. why I told everybody, like, this is that's how he plays. He's going to throw for 235, maybe a touchdown. Uh, that's that's the guy he is. He's been that way for a few years. He's not going to go back to throwing 400 yards a game, but he can manage. And if it's close, he's going to throw the, the right pass at the right time to the right oh, yeah. receiver. And that's the key. Um, I was, you know, I, I think Jameis Winston could have been coached you know better i think Jameis winston could still be coached into a really good quarterback but i don't i'm not i don't blame him for going to get brady but i think that winston does have a little yeah you're right brennan um without bill we'll, belichick we'll see <laughs> uh yeah i guess we'll find out by the end of the year and and you know into the next couple of years assuming i mean if brady really wants to play till he's 45 or whatever it is he says i mean he, he looks all right but yeah i mean that is a big difference when you don't like we talked about earlier in the show when you don't have belichick with that awesome defensive game plan because mm. last year was a defensive year for them like he he didn't he was an average quarterback but his defense held the other when you hold the other team to you know fewer points it makes it a lot easier on you yeah, it helps i mean again that super bowl it really helps he didn't have to he played probably his worst one of his worst playoff games in that super bowl didn't matter he he, he just had to make two throws in the late fourth quarter to set up a touchdown and it's all it took and then he got he got his butt kicked in the atlanta super bowl for three right. quarters uh, right you know you just gotta oh geez <laughs> anyway freaking brady so uh <laughs> So, so we'll move on real quick. Uh, what what are some of your favorite players uh, of all time? Oh, oh man, that's a loaded question, especially with football, right? Because <laughs> you, you got so many, so many to choose from. Uh, immediately, I go to a guy like Ed Reed, which I mean, I got a little bit of the Miami Hurricanes thing hooked in, but he's he's a he's a an all time favorite of mine. Uh, Marshall Falk obviously was like my first Rams hero. 
uh, Wes Welker was a guy I was a huge fan of because he his peak lined up when I was playing high school ball and I'm, okay. I'm roughly I'm roughly the same build as a guy and I roughly yeah. played a similar style so that was a nickname I got a lot and I you know he was a really? big inspiration and all that so uh, you know the guys like that uh, Michael Irvin is one of my favorite uh, sort of you know before my time players uh, Ray Lewis of course. I, I mean, I could go on for for days about guys. Calvin Johnson is is another player who, you know, uh, Barry Johnson and Barry Sanders. You know, the Detroit Lions wasted talents. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got I got an endless list of favorite players because because I just I have such a love affair with so many. The football has so many players and so many positions and so much. Yeah. Oh, I get no. You, know, great choice. you put together heck. With, I, Marshall Falk actually. I'm. I'm not like uh, you know. I'm not breaking news here, but I actually have him rated as probably. I think he might. He's in my top five just overall players of all time. Uh, he's just one of the best, smartest. Uh, he, Kurt Warner will tell you that he got him through that season. Like he called, yeah. He called, he called uh, coverages. He called out protection plans. He would stand beside Kurt and call out, uh, you know, offensive line protections. Uh, yeah. It's just an amazing, amazing. And his uh, his style player. of play was so ahead of his time, right? Now, I mean, yeah. I mean, the the high volume receiving running back is the assumed norm now. I mean, he wasn't the first great receiving running back, but he certainly took it to a level that is that is now being seen all over the place. Yeah, I, I think he was the start of the modern running back. I, I don't think sure. I, mean, I think absolutely. I, you know, another guy, Thurman Thomas. Uh, he was uh, he was a multi-tool running back, and I think Falk took it to another level. I, I, the guy I think I'm, I'm I hope I don't get the wrong guy in my head here, but the Niners running back, either either Waters or, or is it Roger Quick? I can't remember right. which one of them was also a thousand Roger and th- thousand yard receiver uh, season as well. Like that's you know there were a couple there were only like a couple guys who did that, and yeah. then you know I think Falk took it to a new level, and now. Yep. I never really understood why for so long the running back was only just a, a thumper and a and a between the tackles thing when you think, man, what a, no what a difference it makes. Because it, you know? it wasn't, you know, there NFL is always a little behind college, you know. But uh, yeah, that's a great question. But like, why? Like, I don't know. They thought guys like Marshall Falk with a little small. I have no idea. That's a great question. Um, but you think how would Reggie Bush have played if he was if he had been drafted, you know, last year? You know, if he was in this league now, where we're getting a guy in space like that out of the backfield is is can be essential to a team winning. You know, it's all about timing, right? Yes, it is. Yes, oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Fox one of my best. Yeah, Ed Reed, I've, he's my number one safety of all time. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good list there. No argument there. No. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'd love watching him play. Uh, another guy slightly ahead of his time. Um, yeah. You know, as far as like, no, we don't have. It's not about hitting people in the head anymore. It's about going after the ball. You know, it's about yeah. confusing, about confusing the quarterback. Uh, yeah, him and Brady had some good matchups over the years. Oh yeah, for sure. All time greats. So, so before we get out of here, just uh, who's your Super Bowl pick? Who's oh. gonna make? Who's gonna win? I got, I got to get you on record. <laughs> I hope to have you back on. I hope this went well for you. I hope you come back. I, I've had a great time, man. This has been, this has been incredibly natural. My Super Bowl pick this year. <sighs> I, I I hate to do it because I hate to think that after us finally being released from the Patriots dynasty that we might have to go through another oh. one. But I think I think the Chiefs, man, they they look really tough to beat and they haven't had a whole lot of turnover. Assuming they're healthy, assuming that their defense stays healthy. I mean, I think Andy Reid exercised some demons last year and I wouldn't bet against them, but for the NFC, I think the Seahawks again, if they can tighten up, but man, they you know they they find ways to win games. I think they'll they'll make a deep run. Um, and and honestly, outside of that in the NFC, there's not really a team yet that I'm totally sure, you know, has has great Saints maybe, but I just don't trust the Saints in the playoffs. So right. Seahawks Chiefs, I could see being being the matchup. Uh, you know, alternatively maybe the Ravens, but but again, that that's up to whether or not. You know, Lamar can win the game. We'll see next Monday night. Will tell us a lot. That's a huge game. Sure. Uh, uh, and that, and we we both know a lot. It comes down to health. That's what stinks yeah. about football. The one downside is, you know, you can be way up on a team, and then boom, their best player's gone. Um, right. I hate that, but but it's true. Um, you know, ask a Giants. Yeah. They, they were headed to the Super Bowl this year until Saquon got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't. Sorry. And the Browns are headed to the Super Bowl if they just stop losing all those games. You know? Yeah, it keeps the losses just keep getting in the way. Um, yeah, just, they, uh, those are killers. Those losses. So as soon as they figure that out, um, yeah. they're, they're they'll be have, fine. 
Yeah, yeah. Everything's great. Oh. Yeah. yeah, of course. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, we got a little Monday Night Football tonight, so that'll be fun. Um, that'll be a good game. Learn a little bit about the Saints. Um, I think we'll learn more about the Raiders in that one, actually. They'll show us who they are sooner or later. Yeah, they they tend to. Um, <laughs> so, uh, man, I tell you what, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Dan, I can't thank you enough for coming on. You did not lie when you said you could talk ball. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm glad we did. I'm glad we took this approach to it. Uh, I hope you'll come back later in the season. Uh, we'll, Absolutely. We'll, yeah, we'll do uh, we'll do like some something mid season or something like that. Uh, give you a break from the more more serious side of podcasting. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, everybody needs to go check out Assorted Goods. Uh, it's 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 really cool. It's really well done. It's it's put together. Um, Dan puts a puts a good show on there, and it's uh, I don't know. I I really enjoy it. I really I appreciate it. it, Jeff. And you know, thanks for having me on. I look forward to coming back later in the year and and finding out how wrong I was about every opinion I had. <laughs> hey, I'm wrong. <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find you, Dan. I'll, I'll, you can. Uh... Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Assorted Goods PC. Uh, you can find Assorted Goods, uh, you know, the podcast on any platform that you choose to listen on. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Assorted Goods Pod. And you can find the website for the show, uh, AssortedGoodsPod.com. Uh, uh, apart from that, I hope you'll listen. I hope you'll enjoy. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to me <laughs> ramble on about sports. Oh, no, you were great. You were great, man. Uh, you, you, awesome. you, you brought it. You brought it. Uh, Thank you. Awesome. I'm, so, glad. I'm glad. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. That was my first pickup game ep episode. Uh, I hope to do some more of these. I, I told you, man, there's a, just a lot of intelligent people out there uh, that and sometimes they just want to talk about something different, you know, than what they do. Um, you know, you guys can all find me at Jeff Needs Sports uh, on Facebook, you know, at Jay Hunt. You, you guys know. You guys know the deal. Uh, all your major platforms, you know, Facebook, Twitter, the whole deal. Let us know what you think. And anybody, you know, anybody that's listening – wants to be on the show let me know we'll work it out uh you know you're dan is uh, set the bar pretty high i'm not gonna lie he set the bar pretty high right now for uh for the the next guest but um you know anybody's willing to give it a shot at the title anybody wants to take a shot at dan's title <laughs> or I'll, I'll put some calls out there for some challengers oh man i appreciate it all right everybody uh you know thanks for tuning in and everybody have a good week and dan thanks again thank you Woo!